This is exactly why I created Get Shit Done Live. You can't get this at a conference. You need to be in the trenches with other entrepreneurs experiencing the pains, the growth, and rewards of entrepreneurship. Get Shit Done Live is a perfect example of entrepreneurs being in the trenches of business together, experiencing the blood, the sweat, the tears of entrepreneurship that most people are trying to do all on their own. And what happens because of this is rapid growth, both business and personal, deep levels of trust and bonding, and bottom line massive results. It is the event that gives entrepreneurs the platform to see huge shifts in their businesses in a very short period of time. We stand today. The Business Method with a shout The Business Method. The Business Method Podcast. The Business Method Podcast featuring Chris Reynolds. Entrepreneurs, systems, methods, tools, and tactics for location independence. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I'm your host, Chris Reynolds, and welcome to the Business Method Podcast, a podcast featuring successful entrepreneurs and high-profile people dissecting their business models. We dissect the different methods, tools, and tactics of high-performance online entrepreneurs and high-caliber people in a series format. On our first series, we interviewed 100 entrepreneurs in 100 days that have built businesses creating $100,000 or more annually. On our second series, we interviewed 100 entrepreneurs that have built location-independent businesses that produce over a million dollars and annual revenue and now we're interviewing 100 major influencers to get behind the minds and the science of using influence to grow business and influence income results economies and cultures there's a growing number of people building these caliber of businesses like this and we're going to figure out what it takes to make this happen now let's jump in today's show the business method Hey listeners, welcome to the show, you guys. This episode is a follow-up of our live event that we just had, Get Shit Done Live in Thailand. It's our annual high-performance productivity event slash boot camp slash retreat slash workation. Not really a workation, but uh, it's this amazing high-performance productivity event that we've created in Thailand, formulated on the precedence of Uh, bringing amazing entrepreneurs together uh, and giving them a deadline, 10 days to get a significant amount of work done and um, movement in their business, collaborating together. And today's guest is actually a perfect testimonial of that. He's a good friend and two-time attendee of Get Shit Done. He is an entrepreneur, but also uh, a doctor as well. Trained doctor, he's a former professional bodybuilder, a health coach, and just a really all-in-all nice guy but high performer as well his name's Emil Goliath and Emil came back to get shit done for the second year this year because of the results the tangible results that he has gotten from the event and after get shit done we took a bunch of testimonials and Emil uh, came up to me and he's like man I got to give you a testimonial and I was like oh we got one from you last year we don't necessarily need another one and he goes he goes yeah but listen I made over $18,000 from the 10 days we're with you guys this year and I said okay we'll get a testimonial from you so he was so nice to hop on the podcast we actually did this as a Facebook live as well this is a testament to the results that people are getting from get shit done live you guys when you put a bunch of high caliber entrepreneurs together they get phenomenal results when working in a synergistic manner creating uh, and having deadlines and having accountability 
And um, there's a certain magic that happens to get shit done um, because, you know, conferences are amazing. I go to them all the time. You gain a lot of insight. You bond with people. Uh, but conf- conferences is are the training. They're the training. And once you leave a conference, uh, most people, most entrepreneurs go home and they uh, are then in the trenches on their own for the most part, unless they have some friends around them or some masterminds that help help them through or a business partner. But for the most part, you're on the trenches out there, out in the trenches, doing your thing with your team and doing it as best as you can. Get Shit Done is a great example of being in the trenches for um, a good amount of time with other established entrepreneurs, um, experiencing the blood and the sweat and the tears of entrepreneurs in a, in a uh, controlled environment, um, in a safe place where you can, you can be transparent and share things with other entrepreneurs, open up and have a massive, massive amount of bonding in a short period of time and growth and results and business, um, business growth and business, uh, acceleration. So, uh, this is what we're talking about today. Actually, we're going to talk a little bit about Emil. He is an amazing individual. Like I mentioned before, we're going to talk about his story and what he's doing from a 16 year old who decided he wanted to be a doctor, was a doctor for a few years, realized that wasn't his life path, then became a, a, a bodybuilder during that time as well. Professional bodybuilder in the UK. And then also, uh, realized that, Hey, it's time I become a health professional and an entrepreneur and he's doing it in a great way and he's going to talk about his experience to get shit done and um yeah and the results that he got so let's wrap it up there that's a long intro we're going to jump into the podcast you guys without further ado uh, an amazing testimonial of get shit done live by an amazing entrepreneur himself emil goliath entrepreneurs systems methods tools and tactics Listeners, welcome to the podcast. We have a very special guest and interview and actually Facebook Live that we're doing today. We're joined by Emil Goliath. He is a good friend for the past couple years and two-time uh, attendee of Get Shit Done Live. Not only that, he's a, f- a doctor turned lifestyle entrepreneur, professional bodybuilder, health coach, and uh, and serial entrepreneur, and much, much more. And we're going to talk about Emil and his story here uh, on the podcast today. And so forgive me if I seem a bit distracted, uh, Emil and guests, but I'm managing a Facebook Live and a podcast and an Audacity recording and uh, looking at my notes all at the same time. So Emil, welcome to the show. How are you, buddy? Chris, thank you so much for having me on. And yeah, very, very good today. We're in Chiang Mai. Life is beautiful. Can't complain. Yeah, absolutely. So we'll talk about, you know, the great things in Chiang Mai. This is my fifth year uh, back here. But, um, but in, and every time I come back, I just, you know, continue to love Chiang Mai and Thailand. But uh, I, I want, um, you know, this, this is a great uh, interview because um, I always love it when friends come on the show because it's not like we're really doing an interview. We're just talking, you know, we talk about the same stuff over dinner or lunch or whatever. Um, but also it's fun to see people that I've worked with um, get really awesome results and to help other people along the way from events or services that we've put together. And I've seen that with you over the past couple of years and it's been really exciting to see 
because we met on an island in Croatia two years ago randomly, <laughs> and um, through the, through the the fates of the gods, we uh, started hanging out at other events, and then you and then I referred some other events to you, and then you ended up coming to to my event that we put on, and um, but I want the audience to know who you are because. Um, you know, you're, you're a, a, pr- a pretty phenomenal guy. Like I think everybody that really meets you kind of thinks, oh, I want to be friends with that guy, uh, for one reason or the other. But, um, tell us, tell us your background, Emil. Like I know, um, you started in the UK and at 16 years old, you decided you wanted to be a medical doctor, right? Yeah, that's, that's how it started. Um, I was 16, no idea what I wanted to do. Was pretty good in school. Was pretty good at sports, but you know, nothing. And then my dad said, you should be a doctor. He was a doctor. We have a lot of doctors in the family. (laughs) So it was kind of like the no brainer. And I kind of at 16 was like, okay, so I don't have to think about my life anymore. You know, I'm sorted until I retire. It's a super stable career. Yeah, I'm in for that. Let's do it. And that was pretty much the decision making process. Um, And that was all fine until I got to pretty much 2014, 2015. And I realized for a number of reasons that being a full-time medical doctor was not what I wanted to do with my life. And at that point, I I knew I didn't want to be a medical doctor. So I kind of stopped working as a full-time doctor, started uh, doing kind of locum shifts, they're called in the UK, where you kind of work ad hoc, um, and slowly started to build up my coaching business without any idea about business. A lot of knowledge about of coaching, a lot of knowledge about health and fitness. I've done many, many sports in my life, uh, taken a few of them to a high level, done lots of uh, other stuff related to that, worked in a gym, degree in sports science, so a lot of background in, in health and fitness, but nothing in business. So that's where I was in 2015, out in the big wide worlds with no idea hey. what I was doing. <laughs> well, you also, you know, have done some pretty awesome things. Like you, you started training to become a professional bodybuilder during this time too, right? When did that all start? Because I've seen pictures of you, um, uh, pictures of you when you were skinny, and uh, pictures of you when you were overweight, and then pictures of you, you know, in your prime condition, like now. Like actually, I see you at the pool all the time, and and you're looking sharp. And uh, uh, tell us about that transformation, because I always think that's really interesting. I feel like I've, I've never really been able to, to, to build my body up to, to be lean and cut, you know, as the, the, the perfect image before, um, just because I don't know, maybe I'm working too much on my business or, or whatever. Uh, but I always stay pretty healthy. Like how, how was that process for you from point A to kind of where you're at now? So when I was younger, I was always into sports. I have my parents to thank for that. You know, I, played rugby we skied football cricket whatever every summer I was put into some camp for basketball or tennis so I was always super active and then only when I was 16 17 18 did I start enjoying training training in the gym working in the gym realized that I actually really liked that um that part of it and as I was playing rugby I realized it wasn't the sport that I was enjoying more it was training in the gym Um, and eventually then I decided to take training in the gym to the extreme of being a strongman. So that's the, the kind of the sport where people like pull trucks and, you know, lift the big Atlas stones. Oh yeah. Yeah. Those are cool. So I got, 
I, I try to get as big as I could for that. And I got like morbidly obese, like no joke. You've, you've seen the photos. I was like 142 kilos, like 320 pounds, something like that. Like Jeez. really, really sick basically. And that was in my mid twenties. And that was kind of the first big trigger for me. It was a kind of a health scare. You know, I had high blood pressure at 24. I, you know, had other sort of health issues and I was like, okay, I need to sort my life out. And that's when I kind Were you of just, just consuming too many calories. Was that? Yeah. I, I was force feeding too many calories. I was, it was yeah. systematic and, and with intent to get bigger and stronger. Yeah. Um, okay. Do continue. Yeah. So I, I, I got up to that level. I got morbidly obese, realized I need to sort that out, change it. So I, I then got back into healthy shape thinking, look, when I'm 30, I want to have all of these health habits nailed down. So I'm not worrying about my health as I grow older. You know, I don't want my first health scare to be a heart attack. Um, right. I've, I'm super grateful that I got a health scare at 25 and I managed to turn my life around. Um, so that, that was my first kind of big thing. And then in 2000, that was maybe 2011. And then 2014, when I started to think I wanted to leave full-time medicine, I was kind of looking at the world and thinking, right, I've got loads of science background, loads of qualifications in sport, fitness, and medicine. How am I going to make people listen to me and buy my shit when I become a coach? Mm -hmm. And Instagram was just becoming a thing then. So I was like, okay, so I'm going to get peeled. I'm going to get shredded. Um, and it was literally a marketing decision. It was like, I know I can do it. I'm going to work out how to do it most effectively. So I'm just going to get into crazy shape. And then inevitably that became another obsession. And I got into bodybuilding because that was the kind of the pinnacle of it. Um, sorry, I go. No, no, I, I was thinking like, you know, I always think, I always think to myself, um, you know, about the term high performance, like what makes us high performers? You know, are we really even high performers? Because, you know, sometimes I like to eat potato chips and watch Netflix for the whole day on a Saturday, you know, and, and, and so like at, the, the definition is so it's, it's still really vague. Um, but when I talk to you know friends like you, other people that I consider high performers, you know, we all go through our challenges on a regular basis. Uh, whether it be, you know, eating too much, not eating enough, having some health issues. I've dealt with health issues over the past couple of years that I've never had before and never thought I would have to, which are, you know, really challenging. But when you think about high performance, a meal, like, um, what does that mean to you and how do you see yourself as, as a high performer? Uh, so that's a great question. High performance is very context dependent. And it depends on, on your goals. I mean, when I was a strong man, I was high performance. I was perfectly shaped and suited to lifting heavy things quickly and far, uh, quick, yeah, quickly and effectively. And then as a bodybuilder, I was super high performance in 5% body fat. You know, my whole life revolved around training, but I'll tell you now that anything else, building a business, thinking, being able to function more than eight, nine hours a day was totally non-existent as a, as a bodybuilder. So by kind of being high performance there, I was nothing in any other area. And then most recently high performance to me has been, and this is what I consider really high performance is, is optimizing every area of my life to be, to function as best as I can. And I want to be able to do 
sport. I want to be able to be in good shape, but I also want to function optimally as business. I want to function optimally at health. I want to function optimally as a human and socialize and, you know, enjoy life as well. So what you call high performance, I call, you know, winning at life. And that's a kind of an uh, overarching kind of term, which covers all the areas that you need, but also you can't be extreme in any area because as soon as one area becomes too extreme, if you socialize too much, then the other areas suffer. If you are too, you know, into bodybuilding, other areas suffer. If you're too into your business, sorry, if you're too into your business, other areas suffer. So balance is high performance, uh, in my opinion now. Yeah, very true. And, and I think a lot of people are, are, very high, very good high performers when it comes to socializing, uh, but not in other areas of their life. <laughs> high performing per, uh, partiers, you may say. Um, yeah. So, so now you're running, um, Dr. Dr. Emil coaching, right? And you have, uh, Emil, Dr. Emil nutrition and you have, you know, your Instagram that you're running and also maintaining your, your status as a doctor as well and traveling the world being a lifestyle entrepreneur um what's your daily routine look like emil because i'm sure a lot of people are reaching out and they're like dude dude tell us tell us what you do on a regular basis to to build a life like this um semi-organized chaos is <laughs> that's a good way to <laughs> yeah it, right? and semi-organized <laughs> is is over egging the level of organization um yeah there's a lot going on there's a lot going on. And the biggest thing I've been working on over the last two years is, is focus and actually cutting out as many things. There was a book I read essentialism by Greg McEwen and yeah, super powerful. You, you improve your life, not by adding things, but by cutting things out, you know, that's how you, you make it better. So actually the less different plates that I'm spinning, the less different things I'm trying to achieve, the more happiness I'm achieving and the more, you know, revenue the more everything else I'm, I'm getting so that's my first thing is is really double down on the things which are most important to you um and you know even that list which you said uh with the coaching the supplements um the traveling that's my edited list that's my cut down list so it was it was longer before um but my 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 daily routine varies as it has to with um with travel, you know, life is by definition changing, but generally speaking, I try to wake up naturally with the sun. And then I try and uh, after much discussion about morning routines and what the optimal one is, I try and keep it super sharp and super quick and just what will wake me up in the morning. So a glass of icy cold water and seven minutes of, of exercise is what I've settled on and then getting straight into work. And that work is the most important thing of the day. Um, I saw someone on, on the DC forums call it seven to 9am working on the business, then nine to 11am working in the business. Once I'm kind of spent, I'll go and train, get some lunch, spend some time in the sun, um, which I'm now able to do all year round being a (laughs) a (laughs) summer chaser. Um, and then if there's more work, I'll do that or calls in the evening, usually afternoon and evening. And then, uh, massage, food, early nights is generally how it looks. In Thailand, it's easy to do. <laughs> yeah. So let's talk about uh, your experience at Get Shit Done Live. So, so this is the second year you came. Um, both years, it seems like. I mean, I imagine you came back a second time because you had got 
you enjoyed the experience the first time. Um, we did a bunch of testimonials afterwards, and I think we got like eight of them. And, uh, and then we were hanging out at dinner and you were like, man, I want to get a testimonial to you. And I was like, well, we got one last year. And you're like, yeah, but listen, I got this, this, this done. And, uh, I'd like to share my testimonial. And I was like, yeah, well, why don't we do a podcast and, and talk about the experience? Because, you know, there's no, I don't, I have a hard time like boasting about the things that I do. Like I, as I have this personal brand for, and for me, sometimes it's really challenging to be, uh, to balance between, I don't want to appear arrogant, but also be confident about what we share. So, um, you know, what I do and I don't want to feel like I'm bragging about some of the things, but you know, what, when, when somebody like you and friends come to get shit done and these amazing entrepreneurs come to get shit done and get really solid, tangible results, like I've got to share that. It's almost like, um, you know, a duty because if, if they hear that you're doing something really inspiring and in 10 days, uh, knocking out a, a ton of work and getting a massive results and, and making a lot of money, um, that inspires other people to do the same. And so sometimes like for me, like personal branding is a, is a challenging thing because I grew up to be uh, in a humble, in a humble family and, and to have a humble personality. But sometimes you've got to let go of that, that and just, you know, be confident and, and say, you know, look at this awesome shit that's happening that gets you done live. Right. And, and so, you know, you came back t- tell me why uh, you decided to come the first time and then why you decided to come back a second time. Yeah. Um, so the first time I was on a spree of attending whatever you said I should attend, (laughs) (laughs) I think it was the third or fourth events that you said, Uh this, this event is awesome. You should go. And I'm like, sure. And it was, and then there was Uh another one and then there was another one. So I was in a very much a a yes phase then. So I, you know, gave it a shot. I love productivity, high performance, all that kind of thing kind of goes hand in hand with health and fitness. So uh, you know, I gave it a go. It sounded great. And yeah, that's, that's why I went the first time. And then the experience I got from that made it a no brainer the second time. Tell us a bit about your experience, both the first time and second time. Like what, what would you get out of it? Uh, what were you learning? You know, what are some of the things that you could apply in, in after get shit done or in between the first one and the second one? So the first one, I got a hell of a lot of shit done. Um, it was, it was, I, I say it that way because I, nothing came of it. Um, but that's not to say that I didn't get a lot of shit done. It, it was all super effective. And we continued working on what we were building at the time for three months after that. And it totally bombed and, you know, it wasn't effective, but that's not to say that we didn't get a load of stuff done. Um, and then the second time I kind of went into it, I had a goal. It was a very kind of vague goal. And just as, literally as soon as I arrived to get shit done, that goal was straightened out. And I, you know, my, my girlfriend literally said, you went to the first, you know, check-in and you were kind of like, whatever. And you came back, you were super pumped up, super fired up because from the discussions you had at the, well, the discussions that I had at the first kind of check-in, the goal setting, I totally realigned what I was going to do, was super pumped and fired up about it. And actually it was the same stuff. It was just put in a different way. Um, and suddenly I was, it was a race, you know, a race to try and get this stuff to achieve the goal, get the stuff done. So it just totally changed the dynamic of it. And that was entirely attributable to, to get shit done. 
um, and, and the and the dynamic. And the result of that is you you I think you made eighteen thousand dollars. Yeah, just over. Or- wasn't my plan when I was signed up for get shit done. Like my plan was like, Oh, I'm going to produce some content. I'm going to, you know, make a timetable. I'm going to, you know, do all this stuff. And then someone was like, no, you need a goal, which makes you excited, a goal, which is going to move the needle in the business, a goal, which you can measure specifically. And I was like, wow, let's do this. Yeah. That's amazing. Imagine like if you could do that, just six times a year, like if we, we had the structure set up or we had the discipline ourselves, you know, to do that once a month, 12 times a year, you know, work 10 days, make 18 grand, take 20 days off or, you know, spend that time, you know, uh, doing whatever you need to do to, to provide the services for, for that money. Um, or, um, do that six times a year. Uh, you know, that's, that's phenomenal. You're making really good money, especially if you're location independent entrepreneur, you can use geo arbitrage to live in Bali like you do or Thailand and, um, you know, live on a few thousand dollars a month really, really well, or even that's still good money living in the Western or North America, uh, Western Europe or North America, you know, that's, that's uh, a great lifestyle. And I think that like, you know, the reason why I created Get Shit Done is, is just for this because I knew that if you put a group of humans together that got really clear and focused and gave them a deadline, that they could do exceptional things that would would take them and uh, their results to the next level. And, and they could see that they can go beyond their limits, um, even uh, whether it's in a group or not, that they could go home and they can do this stuff on their own and apply it in their own business and life. And that's the thing is like we normally just do not give ourselves hard deadlines without any risks. And if we don't have a deadline without any risk, without any skin in the game, it's so easy to say, ah, you know, I'll, I'll just do it next week or whatever. And I'm a perfect example of this. Like I've been an entrepreneur like 10 years or so. Um, um, I created, I, I'm 95% through a course. This is the second course that I've created. And uh, I thought I could finish it in three weeks. And three months later, like I'm still not done. And so I created this in a sense for people that are just like me that are having troubles, um, not troubles, but challenges. And they want to be in an environment where they can knock out exceptional results working with the synergy of the group and, uh, and do something really awesome, but also take those, those ideas home with them and practice that at home. And, um, and yeah, so I, I, I'm floored that you're getting, that you've got results like this. Like, and, and every year there's a higher caliber of entrepreneur that seems to show up and get shit done. And more people that get to seem to get results like you. There was another guy, Adam, who, you know, was, had a client from hell, wiped out that client, ended up taking on another client and making more money. And in 10 days time for whatever he paid for get shit done, you know, a thousand bucks or whatever, uh, was incredibly insignificant for replacing himself with a client that provides the majority of the revenue per year and, and wiping out a client from hell. So, um, yeah. So I don't know what, is there anything else you'd like to talk about the event? Like maybe the structure or, you know, things yeah, that yeah. benefited you or, I mean, I'm still flying from the event. We had like a, a crash day on the Sunday after the events, uh, yeah. where we <laughs> didn't really get a huge amount done, but, since then, you know, I'm still flying off the momentum of it. 
So, you know, it's, it's still, it's still going strong. So as you say, if you do it six times a year, four times a year, the momentum continues and Mm -hmm. the power of having deadlines, but also declaring your goals to a group of people who then chase you up, message you, how's it going? How's, you know, how's that sale going? How's that video going? How's whatever, just following you up with it because anyone can set a goal in the heat of the moment and just be like, yeah, I'm going to do this by then. Like I'm going to finish a course in three weeks. But if there's no one checking, there's no one chasing, there's no one, there's no social pressure, then it, there's no reason for it to happen. Um, and that's what getting shit done does. It, it kind of uses all the kind of productivity hacks and things that you read about, you know, Parkinson's law and social pressure and all these things, you know, uh, hacking the, uh, neurotransmitters and you know all this kind of stuff and it puts it into a 10 sorry a 10 day course and like you can't fail if i was going in the wrong direction but that was my bad that was yeah i'd still got a hell of a lot of stuff done and if i hadn't done get shit done it might have taken me six months to realize that i was going down the wrong path instead of the the three that it did because i was so much more productive so yeah i mean that's that's what this this thing uh, get shit done gives is is a kind of a, an incubator for, for productivity and an environment where, you know, you, you are inevitably going to get, going to get stuff done. And, you know, I'm, I, I kind of have my own productivity ideas and things. So I, you know, I was going off after the check-ins and doing my own stuff in my own time, but that was fine because the, there was enough infrastructure and enough, uh, you know, stuff timetable that I could keep, keep connected to the group energy and things and, and, just keep producing um, while still doing what I needed to do when I needed to do it. Did you, I'm, I'm curious, Emil, I know a lot of people seem to, to harvest a lot of results in the last four days or so. Um, sometimes the last two and even more surprisingly in the last one. So did you, did you have a similar experience with that? Yeah, for sure. Um, I wasn't sure whether it was just because of the nature of my goal, but I think in the, by the first check-in, nothing had happened. I'd done a lot of work, but in terms of the revenue goal, nothing had come in. And then all in the last kind of, I think in a two-day period, 85% of it came in. Um, and, and it's still coming in now. You know, it's been, what, two or three weeks since Get Shit Done. There's still uh, things coming Ten. in. 10 days, 10 days. Yeah. 10 days. Yeah. So, you know, as I I said to you earlier, when I saw you, I'm like, I'm still absolutely rammed with all the momentum that I've picked up for the listeners. Like the structure of get shit done is, is day one. We get really clear on the goals, the goals that are going to move the needle in our business. Um, usually just one, maybe two goals that people can work on. And then, um, we have a 50% goal to, to finish by day five and then another 50% goal to finish by day 10. So we break those up and then have a break day skill exchange day. And then on our work days, uh, the first four days we have check-ins, um, one in the morning, one in the evening. And then the attendees like a meal or checking in with, us, with their small group saying, uh, you know, this is what I accomplished in, since the last check-in. 
what do you guys think? What could I do better? And here's what I'm going to try to accomplish by the next check-in. Any feedback? So you're getting direct live feedback on your goal on a regular basis. And that's so powerful too um, because the people that have been in your shoes before had experience with something like that, even just setting goals. They can say, you know, I think you're going, uh, you're making the wrong goal for the next check-in uh, or the wrong goal in general uh, because it's going to lead you somewhere that eventually you're going to have to turn around and do, do that all over again. And, and some people experience like you, I think you had this, you said you had this the first year, uh, just, um, uh, failing in the wrong direction, uh, rapidly to figure out that, oh, okay, now I need to switch, switch trajectory and go into a different direction where, uh, as if you didn't have that environment to fail in the wrong direction rapidly and get shit done, you may have spent three months or six months going in the wrong direction and then realizing, oh shit. Like I'm, I'm, I, I just wasted a lot of time. Now I've got to change everything. And you have that environment there to say, you know, you know, yo, I think, uh, I think you're going in the wrong direction. Try it out, test it. You test it for a couple of days, boom, realize it's, it's definitely the wrong direction. Switch, switch the direction that you want to go and then create a new goal and go after that. And, and a lot of people do that in the first half of get shit done. They, they start a goal and they realize they're going down the wrong road and they're like, okay, the second half, I realized I was going down the wrong road. I, I got to change and go down this road. And then boom, like that's a lot of times when those results pop off too. But it's awesome to see like the get shit done magic happen in the last three days because from my point of view, you guys are just working, working and working away at your computers. I don't know if you're getting anything done really or not. Um, and then all of a sudden, like the last day and then at the final announcement, when you say your results, people are like, yeah, I got seven sales, you know, I launched a product, da, 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 you know, I made X amount of dollars. I got a 420% ROI, you know, and that's, that's, what's really cool. And, and then also, like you said, you're still harvesting those results. Um, we had a guy that came last year, uh, that, um, started in the last two days to get shit done, uh, Facebook ads. And he didn't make much money on the last two days, but in the, the, the next couple months after that pulled in 200 grand from those Facebook ads that he started. <laughs> That's like that. I mean, uh, we figured out his ROI on coming to get you done and it was like 240% or two, 24,000%, um, <laughs> coming, coming to the event. So. So, yeah, I, I think that's all I got, man. Is there anything that you would like to add about Get Shit Done? Um, I mean, I really enjoyed it. I'll be back next year for sure. And I also found that I improved at getting shit done, you know, between the two events. Yeah. Like my goal the second time was, you know, but it was the right direction. It was achievable, but still a stretch goal. And I achieved it. So it was, it was absolutely spot on. And the techniques I'm using, as I said, going forward um and the other thing that perhaps we don't talk about so much is the connections that you make it get shit done yeah um i've got a yeah. lot of people who i'm much much closer to now you know people who i can talk to about linkedin who i can talk to about facebook ads who i can talk to about courses about a million and one things um which i didn't have before and you know you meet people at conferences and events but get shit done is 10 days and, you know, you're going out for food, you're going to water parks, you're checking in twice a day, you get to know people. And that, is, you know, we know how valuable networking is, but that's, that's to the next level. So, yeah, that's, that's another thing that you don't want to miss. 
Yeah, and and I love conferences. Like I go to them all the time, and and amazing training comes out of conferences and bonding and and a lot of lifelong friendships. But conferences are the training, and 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 it gets you done is the blood, sweat, and tears. Like getting into the trenches with with these people, and and you form bonds like solid bonds and friendships and um it's so cool to see you know i'll get a message every now and then and and a few people that went to get shit done a few years back are hanging out in india or sedona or you know they're somewhere japan and they're just going skiing together or something like that and or they form business partnerships you know or they form um some sort of collaborations creating apps together we've seen that and that's that's cool to see as well so um Thank you uh, so much, my friend, for coming on the show. Thank you so much for coming back to get shit done. Thanks for being a good friend, too. I appreciate that more than any of the rest of it. Um, and if the listeners want to reach out and learn more about Emil Goliath and, and Dr. Emil Nutrition, where's the best place they could look you up at? So the website is www.dremil.com. That's D-O-C-T-O-R emil.com long doctor and then uh facebook as well emil goliath um just hit me up on there yeah it's the easiest way and and i think i'd like to say too is like um just because you know guys like an emil and other entrepreneurs come to get shit done that i organize it doesn't mean that um you know i'm i'm the guru and they're the the students. Um, I think you guys learn a lot from stuff that I put together, but also on a regular basis, I'm learning so much for you and from you and, and the other attendees because um, Emil's just as great as an entrepreneur as I am, just as awesome in high performance and nutrition. And, and actually, I did a, a talk at a conference in Bangkok a few weeks ago, and, and your girlfriend came up and stole the show during my talk, <laughs> which was welcome because she knew what she was talking about and she did really well. Uh, but uh, yeah, like I love you guys and I, I love all the people that come to get shit done. And so uh, if there's anybody out there listening would love to come to get shit done, you're more than welcome. We'll have it again in Thailand in 2020. And uh, if anybody's out there listening, wants to check out Emil and Emil Goliath, follow him on Instagram. He's doing really awesome stuff. I've had good friends and my clients also become his clients. And uh, he has gotten phenomenal results for them as well. And they like one guy's getting married soon and he just like he looks like a cut little uh, Canadian rock star. And so <laughs> and um yeah, so that's all I've got. Anything else you'd like to say, buddy? No, it's uh, thank you so much for having me on. Um, it's been an absolute pleasure talking and chatting and going to get shit done. And yeah, I'm looking forward to the next one. Thank you, man. Yeah, likewise, buddy. We'll sign off there. Listeners, thank you guys for tuning in once again. And we'll see you all on the next episode. Goodbye, everybody. Hey listeners, thanks for joining us once again. We wanted to remind you about our high performance productivity coaching and our five, six, seven, and eight figure private masterminds. These are all designed for entrepreneurs by entrepreneurs to help you scale rapidly and grow. Check out all the details at thebusinessmethod.com. That's thebusinessmethod.com. And we'll see you all on the next episode.